Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here with you today. Glad to be with you on a very nice and warm summer day. Woo! It is getting hot, hot, hot. I thought it was hot at the rodeo that I went to last week. But let me tell you, with 4th of July coming next week, it's going to be even hotter. But hot can mean fun, too. When things get hot around northern Nevada, people are traveling, going places. They are still looking to buy homes, too. In the heat, we think more about energy efficiency as well. Later on the show, Dominic Gentili will be with us, and Dominic is going to be talking with us about a solar home that is available. It was available. I just found out it was sold today, but we're going to be talking about these homes that are available in northern Nevada. In fact, this one was in Wingfield Springs. I'm hoping there are more homes like this because... What I read about this home really got me going. I'm big into solar energy, into green ways of living, and Dominic is going to tell us about this home. Maybe there's others out there. We'll hear from him later on the show. Also joining us, Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International. She's going to talk to us about a couple of things. Investing, of course, real estate investing for anybody that wants to get started. You want to improve your real estate investing process. She's the lady to talk to. She's got great strategies. She's also going to talk to, about, talk to us about my favorite hobby, which is backyard beekeeping. Sherry Hill is not only known as the wealth protection diva, she's the swarm catcher of northern Nevada. What does that mean? We'll find out when we chat with her. Because joining us as well is Debbie Gilmore, owner of Hall's Honey in Yarrington, Nevada, and the head honcho at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. We're going to be talking about all the buzz going on there and the fun and enjoyment that you can get from backyard beekeeping when you own your own home. We'll talk to her and we'll look at the latest stats from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors and compare the median home prices in different areas after this message. International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services which lay a solid foundation under the business owner's dream. Sign up for their free monthly newsletter at sageintl.com. That's sageintl.com. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our show today. I'm keeping cool this summer because I have SunTech solar screening at my house. You might have seen the commercials. You know where that guy in that hat walks out from his house and he's cooking hot because the sun's coming in through the glass? Well, that was me. Yes, because now if you see the after, there are 12 screens on that same room that face the sun. It's amazing the difference in temperature inside the house just from putting on those 12 SunTech solar screens. Talk about solar energy and, and conservation, this is a great way to do it. Get all of the information by visiting the website, solarscreensofreno.com, and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, I have my three outstanding guests. Dominic Gentili is here with us. He's a realtor here in northern Nevada. Debbie Gilmore is here from the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And Sherry Hill from Sage International. Welcome to all three of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sherry Hill, I am so glad that you're here because I've been excited to talk to, about this on the radio show for the longest time. I happened to be with you on that big day, that day when that cloud came into our yard. Let's let our listeners know a little bit about what, what we're talking right. about. Right. So, you know, all the years we've gone to the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, we see people talking about catching swarms. And never do you think, oh, I'm going to be one of those people. However, I was looking out and saw on a pine tree there was a big ball of bees. Went out immediately to see if they'd come out of one of our hives. They had not. So we're like, well, how weird that, you know, all of a sudden in our backyard we've got a swarm. So we spent the next several hours pulling everything together and we actually captured that swarm put them into their own hive box, and they are doing magnificent. So it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah, we're excited. We're going to talk about a little bit about that process because as I was talking to people about this show, I said, you know, one way you can start your, your apiary is by just catching swarms. I thought that would be kind of fun to start, right, because we know that's probably not the way to go. But when we talk later on the show more about the beekeeping world, Sherry Hill, I want you to talk about what it felt like when you were reaching into that swarm. <laughs> a little scary. <laughs> and it, also, isn't, it isn't that they just, you know, come in nicely. They don't they're, just show they're up. They're a little agitated. Yeah. <laughs> so. 
Yeah. Also with us today is Debbie Gilmore. Debbie is the owner of Hall's Honey in Yarrington, Nevada. Debbie, thank you for driving in from the outskirts of Reno today. Thank you for having me. It's so nice to see you. I've got you've got that beautiful Mason Valley beekeeper <laughs> shirt on yes. with that very cool bee. And you know, it's just I am so busy with the bee world and with my normal world. I just don't understand how somebody can have a commercial apiary. Amazing and still look as cool, calm and collected as you do. <laughs> It's because of the bees. Is it because of the bees? That's right. That's right. I think maybe you've got a little uh, queen action going on in your head (laughs) and maybe running all those hives. I don't know. They just refer to me as the bee lady. The bee lady. lady. Here comes the bee lady. You're a wonderful bee lady. I'm very excited to talk about the conference coming up in 2020. Um, It's always a great lineup. I know you've got an incredible lineup uh, for the next conference we're going to be talking about, and then all the uh, ancillary events that go on there. It's not just a bee conference. It's a it's a like a, a an adventure getaway. It's one of the coolest things. We're going to talk about the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference later on the show. Glad you're with us today. Thank you. With us, too, in the studio, Dominic Gentili is with us, and Dominic is a realtor at Engel and Volkers here in Reno. Welcome to our show, Dominic. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Peter. So this is your first time on the radio show. And uh, I was asking you just before you came a few things about you, but let our listeners know, how long have you lived in Northern Nevada? I moved to Reno in 96, finished up my degree at the University of Nevada, and then never left. Mm-hmm. And got into real estate back in 2012, probably the best time to do it. And uh, it's been a fun journey. It's, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, you have to really find out if you love something. If you love something, you stick with it, and I love what I do. Oh, and you must, because that's a long time to be in the business. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about when you got here, 1996. Reno was a different city then. <laughs> a train, tra- train going through town. It right. was a, really a mess to get in and out. I got here in 2000. It was still like that. Um, downtown was, the river was probably not in, inhabitable for anybody. No. It was pretty bad at that time. Yeah, I mean, it was, I mean, I think the, what was it, the, uh, 395 actually stopped at the old Pink Scolaris. It didn't go all the way down to Monty Ranch. Right. was actually a family ranch. Yeah. So, yeah, this town has gone through a big change. In yeah, the last and even though it's getting years. bigger, I mean, uh, you're so far, it just sounds like you're okay with the, the growth factor that we've got going I am. You know, it's, it's, uh, there are growing pains right now with, you know, lack of affordable housing and multifamily and mm-hmm. trying to, you know, balance the amount of people moving in with new jobs and trying to get the wages up at the same time. So, but mm-hmm. every community across the country has that problem. I love having realtors come to our radio show because realtors are, you're really in the trenches out there with uh, the market, with the customers, the clients, and the process itself. It's a lot more complicated than it used to be. There's so many guidelines and different uh, compliance issues. And then there are the factors of affordability versus availability. Mm And it was interesting, uh, but sometimes we have our best conversations when we're not recording. So I have to kind of repeat what we talked about. This morning when you came in, you talked about how uh, people are a little different right now when they go out and about to look at homes. Their attitude about the home they want to buy is not like it was in 2012, which was the bottom of the market, right? right, when, right. When, when it seemed like nobody wanted to buy a home. Talk about the attitude now. What are people like? People want what they want. Um, you know, if it's not the days of just having a house on the market and people going, okay, I'll overbid and I'll pay you every, whatever you want. No, people, their money means a lot to them and if, if it doesn't make sense for them financially and for their family and where they want to be and what schools, mm-hmm. they won't take the plunge. So, so apparently when you reach a $400,000 median <clears throat> home price, people get a little picky. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. What is this? You know, they get a little picky and they sit there and they go, well, wait a second. I'm giving you a lot of money for this home. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's in the right community that I want to be in. And I want to make sure that it's got what I want in that house. And, you know, I mean, I always tell buyers at the same time, I go, if you want the perfect house, you're going to have to build it. Because, you know, you're actually inheriting somebody else's decisions. Dream, just, maybe. Yeah. Dream. Mm-hmm. Just like if you're buying a new home, mm-hmm. you're basically inheriting a contractor's or a builder's mm-hmm. vision. Um, so not everything is perfect in this world, but mm-hmm. you try to figure out, all right, can I get at least 75% of actually what I want and make that other 25% kind of after I get in there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, Dominic, are you working primarily with buyers, sellers, or is it a balance of both? Both. I work mm-hmm. with both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, the reason I do that is because of seller's mindset, 
is completely different than a buyer's mindset. So as an agent, it helps me understand both sides of the fence. Because mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, this is how I look at real estate. I don't sell homes. Homes sell themselves. What I do is I build relationships with people, find out what they want, gain their trust, and then I gain their business, and then I help them get through that mud. That's what my job is. Mm -hmm. Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry, you and I were talking not too long ago about the real estate business, and one of the things that, uh, that we chatted about, and it's one of those things that maybe it's, it's so obvious it doesn't need to bring, have attention brought to, but I think a lot of people don't really think about this, and that is that real estate is not about property and about construction and land. It's really about people. It's really about the way people interact with what they want. Oh, absolutely. So whether as an investor, I mean, you have different reasons for wanting to get into real estate, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. a lot of the people I deal with, of course, are real estate investors all over the country. And it's interesting, the conversations I have, because they're like, oh, I'm getting ready to buy duplexes in Oklahoma. And then two weeks later, nope, not Oklahoma, we're going to Montana. So it, it's really fascinating what is available out there and not a lot happening at the lower level of investing here locally because of the affordability right. and lack of housing and things like that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people that um, I talk to are looking around the country. Yeah, speaking of around the country, Debbie Gilmore is with us from <laughs> Mason Valley Beekeepers. If we need does, a passport to go to Erington. If you don't know where Mason Valley is, it's where Erington, Nevada is. And I love Erington, Nevada. And that's what some people are doing now is going to different parts of the country. But I want to bring it a little closer. Some people are going to different parts of the state. I love Erington, Debbie. How long have you lived there? I'm a lifer there, so I've been there close to 100 years. <laughs> years. You know, you don't look a day over 50. <laughs> You're so I'm cute. actually a second-generation native Mason Valley uh -huh. person. Yeah. I was telling uh, Dominic that your company has been in business over 100 years. Yes. My great-grandfather moved into Mason Valley in 1918, and uh -huh. he was a beekeeper. How cool is so, that? Yeah. That is so cool, 100 years. You know, we went to the Reno Rodeo last week, and... It was 100 years, too. I wonder if your grandfather was there. Whoa. You suppose he went to that Could rodeo? Could have. I bet well, he was I'm in the very sure. first rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not, a, not a lot of cowboys <laughs> out in Earrington, so. <laughs> but it used to take a little longer to get from Earrington to Reno back then. I know. I know you know, well, covered wagons don't move that fast, do they? <laughs> Dominic Gentile was telling me that he had a deal or an interest there not too long in Earrington, Nevada. We're going to talk about the rural areas right around Reno, including one of my favorite cities, Fernley, Fallon. Minden, Gardnerville, Yarrington, there's so much out there. And talking about a price difference, we're going to compare them as well. We've got that and more after this quick message. SunTech Solar Screening adds elegance, comfort, and privacy to your home. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screens pay for themselves with lower cooling costs all summer long. Make shade while the sun shines. Call SunTech Solar Screening for a free estimate. 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. You're listening to Pet Talk Radio. Bear, party animal, line one. My owner's mad because he spilled guacamole. He's going to be madder when he finds out it was me. CJ's recommended carpet care. He does a great job. He's on time. He's quick. And he stands behind his work. Call 829-1551. I chihuahua. This is Bear with CJ's recommended carpet care. Welcome back. Nevada Real Estate Radio is the name of the show. My name is Peter Padilla, your host. We're in our 14th year of weekly broadcasts, and we enjoy helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. We also help people maintain their real estate and keep the value of their real estate as high as possible, and ultimately, the most important, enjoying your home. One of the things we always recommend is that you take good care of your carpets. We've learned that from our carpet expert. His name is... Extraction Jackson, and his name is actually Jack Whiteley, but call him Extraction Jackson. He's the owner of CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, and that's one of the very important things to remember if you're a pet owner because CJ's Recommended Carpet Care, they're pet stain specialists. 
I was looking for a list of people that don't have pets in their homes, and it's a very small list. Most people have pets in their homes, and when they don't, there are people that live in their pets' homes. Everybody has a pet, and pets can cause problems. But CJ has recommended Carpet Care. They're experts. You got to talk to them and find out just what they can do. Call them at 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com and tell them Peter sent you. With me in the studio, Dominic Gentile. He's a realtor in northern Nevada at Engel & Volkers. Also with us, Debbie Gilmore. Debbie is the owner of Hall's Honey and is the head honcho at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. And Sherry Hill in the studio too. Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva. Sherry, I love your website. It says helping you start your business, making sure you stay in business. I would bet a lot of people start their business and then uh, six months, a year, two years later, you don't even hear about them. Is it still that way? Is Do most companies not make it when they get started? Is it that tough? It is tough because whatever industry you're going in, whether, you know, people have a dream, right? And they, oh, I love to cook, so I might as well open a restaurant. Or I, uh, you know, it's amazing. The opportunities are huge right now with the ability to do a lot of work online, virtual, things like that. Mm -hmm. However, you know, it still takes a, a core of knowledge and expertise in order to stay in business. I've been in business 26 years now and I've discovered what I've gotten really good at is how not to go out of business, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So you think that you're on the right track, but life happens, things happen, and how are you prepared for that? So You and I were chatting about a small restaurant that recently closed in the South Meadows area. We'd seen that restaurant open up Several years back, it was really an offshoot of the main restaurant that uh, this owner has downtown. And um, it was really a, a sad thing to see when that restaurant opened and then the lack of business and then the struggle. And, you know, they got to hang on because they've got leases. I mean, that is really tough when you go to expanding from one successful location to a satellite location. Uh, competitive factors too, Sherry. So many people talk about their years and years of experience and success in business and then suddenly things get really tough because as the area grows, competition moves in. Do you think people maybe should think more about the competitive factors before they hit the gas on starting a new business? Oh, absolutely. And what our community seems to be excellent at is what I call economic dilution. So we don't have a lot of new, interesting, or different businesses coming in. All we do is approve another liquor store, another hair salon. And so that doesn't create new business. All it did was take business from the existing business that has been there for however length of time. Mm -hmm. So I have a big struggle with that because every time I see a new liquor store or you know f chain come in, a franchise come in, it's like, wow, does nobody have any creativity? <laughs> Is there no more entrepreneurship where people can go, what's really missing? What can I do to solve a problem mm -hmm. versus I'm just going to create another hamburger joint? But isn't that the lowest hanging fruit for most people? They think that's the easiest thing. Somebody else has already done it. I'll do it. And then well, there'll be two of us doing it. Right. But it, you created economic dilution. Right. So you didn't go out and create new customers. Mm -hmm. You stole someone else's. Yeah. So it's not helping anybody. Mm-hmm. Sherry Hill, you also have a radio show where you talk about this thing on your own. Let us, a little know, let us know a little bit about your show. Uh, the Sherry Hill Show, I call it where business is amplified, and I talk to thought leaders, authors, people who have been in business a long time. They're from all over the country, uh -huh. so I reach out to bring in experts on a lot of different things that you need to know as a business owner. My goal is always to cut the learning curve. Mm -hmm. so that you don't have to learn and experience all the things that I learned and experienced. If I can accelerate your ability to success, that's what I enjoy. Yeah, I know that you have a great following on your radio show. It airs Mondays at 11.30 a.m. on 1180 a.m. radio. It also airs on Sundays at 1 p.m. again on 1180 a.m. radio. I'm glad you're offering that information to your listeners, Sherry. And you've been at the helm of the radio show, what, you're in your seventh year, I believe, or eighth year. It's I just it's kind of hard to lose, hard to lose I, count. Me too. I yeah. don't know. But you've had some great people <laughs> on the show, and I'm looking forward to listening to, uh, to that show. Uh, you and I, um, we are enjoying the honey bee and the honey production and taking care of hives. It's a great pastime for us. And, 
And I'm glad that you're here today because we have one of our favorite master beekeepers, Debbie Gilmore. <laughs> Debbie, you have made, you've really changed our lives. Thank you. That's quite a compliment. You did. I hope. You did. <laughs> um, yeah. Most, yeah, you should have said change our lives in a positive way. Thank you. Well, <laughs> I hate to be so specific, you know, because on any given day. No, it's just it's just a hoot. It is so much fun, Debbie. What we don't talk about at the at the beekeeper conferences that we go to too much is the social implications of beekeeping. You know, Sherry and I have known each other for a number of years, but when we started beekeeping together, it really brought us together. We found that this was something we absolutely love. And beekeeping, I say, is a two-person sport. <laughs> and it's not something you want to do on your own. It's always nice to have somebody there you know, love, and trust. With a with an EpiPen in their pocket. <laughs> with an EpiPen, yes. <laughs> yes and, a, and someone strong. And strong to lift That's boxes. Right. That's right. Strong to strain honey. And the and fortitude <laughs> to take a bee sting. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, yes. All yes. that fun stuff. <laughs> but, you know, the honey is like gold. It and is. It, although we shouldn't become beekeepers just for the honey, it is the the gold right it's what you get if you do everything right you should get some honey and it's a marvelous thing to experience when you're actually eating honey that you put together right because That's your funny. bees your box in most cases off of your flowers or whatever and then they make this uh this incredible incredible product that has been around since the bible era it's mm -hmm. honey is mentioned in the bible on a number of occasions i don't know of an older book than the bible that's a pretty old book. Uh, what do you know about honey from your uh, beekeeping world, Debbie? Honey history, been around for a while. Oh, it has been around a while. I think one of the things that people have lost is the medicinal um, benefits of honey. Oh, yeah. You know, um, in our country, I know other countries, they use honey for medicinal purposes a mm -hmm. lot, um, as well as other hive products. Mm -hmm. But. Um, no, we call honey the liquid gold, and you know our beekeeping family. When they extract their first honey, it's like they just glow. Yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. therapeutic. Not only mm -hmm. the bees, but the, mm -hmm. the processing of the honey and everything involved. We just love our bees. And yeah, yeah. There's a great sense of pride in being a beekeeper because, um, well, some of the things I talk about is there's. I don't have much waste in the beekeeping world. I don't have to clean up after my bees much, <laughs> and um, they don't need to be herded or rounded up at the end of the day. They come back on their own. Uh, of course, every <laughs> now and then true. they want to take off on their own. Uh, but they're they're fascinating little creatures because what they actually do is they're they're pollinators and they are working to pollinate all the crops and plants in our area and beyond. And without honeybees, uh, the statistics say we would lose. Uh, a third of our food in, the, in America and the world would be gone immediately if there were no honeybees. And before long, there might not be any food because of the downstream effect of pollination. Without great pollination, you don't get uh, hay. You don't get uh, um, alfalfa. Oh, fruits and vegetables. Uh, fruits and vegetables. Uh, yeah. We love almond milk. And the almond uh, or almond uh, orchards, they're bee heavy. I mean, they need to have bees to put that together. So bees are in big demand right now. Debbie, I think a lot of our listeners and maybe uh, even some of us that are in the business, we don't really realize about the migratory factor in beekeeping, migratory bees. Talk to us about migratory beekeeping. It's huge. There's probably fewer commercial honey producers than there are commercial pollinators. And they transport semi-loads, and each semi-load holds about 400 hives of bees. Mm -hmm. and um, especially like during the almond pollination in California about March of each year, mm -hmm. you can see semi-loads coming from all directions into California, from Florida, from the Dakotas, mm -hmm. from all over the country. They yeah. come in for the almond pollination. It's really amazing, yeah. And uh, although it's great for the pollination, uh, I know that that puts some stress, maybe a lot of stress on some of the honeybees. And okay. some people don't want to do that. So I've asked this question before, but I want our listeners to know, Debbie, at your uh, business, Halls Honey, about how many hives, about how many colonies do you manage? <laughs> well, the beekeepers would understand, but it fluctuates. But yeah. right now, we have about 60 colonies. 60 colonies. Mm -hmm. So you have 60 big boxes. Mm -hmm. And uh, you produce honey from those. So are you in that world where you uh, transport your beehives and get them, rent them out, basically, and then move them around? 
We do not. They don't leave um, Mason Valley or Smith Valley. They just stay put mm. year-round. Mm. And I'm sure there's a very good reason why you don't do that. Yes, because if you consider millions and millions of bees all in a certain area, they share pests, just the stress of moving bees mm -hmm. a lot, you know, those are probably the main reasons. Yes. Uh, those migratory bees, they're not really in the world of honey production. That's not what the bee owners want. They not get a real much. good... Don't they get, they get a pretty good fee per colony. About how much per colony do you think they get when they take them out to those amethysts? I fields? believe, well, there was a shortage of honeybees this last February and March, and mm -hmm. I believe they were getting about $200 per hive for mm -hmm. the pollen, just in the almonds. Just to park them there? Mm -hmm. And about how long do they park them there? Well, they have like staging areas because mm -hmm. they bring in all of these bees, they stage them in these open areas, and then when the almond blooms are just prime, then they start moving the bees out into the almond orchards. Mm. And so then they probably in the almond orchards maybe two weeks, mm -hmm. and then they load them up, then they take them to the next pollination. If it's Southern California, mm -hmm. if it's Washington for apples, mm -hmm. $200 per hive. Times 400 hives if you have a truck going then. Mm -hmm. 8000 $80,000. $80,000 in two weeks. We need more hives and we were, a truck. <laughs> we were called um, several years ago about a truck full of beehives going to almond pollination, and they were going too fast around a hill coming out of Mineral County. Oh, my. And um, it's all 400 colonies and bees scattered. Oh, <laughs> my gosh, my gosh. So, so there's that also that factor. Too. Yes. Yeah, there's an element of risk when you're moving bees around Absolutely. for everybody involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, very interesting what we're chatting about with Debbie Gilmore from the Mason Valley Beekeepers Association and the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Debbie, we want to get updates on the conference for 2020, but we have to take a quick break. So when we come back, let's get that information out to our listeners as quickly as possible so that they can get their reservations made, their plans made. This is going to be a great conference in 2020. We'll also continue our conversation with Dominic Gentili from Engel & Volkers. We're going to talk about that solar-powered home that I was looking at on his listings in Wingfield Springs. That and more after this. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. Join me and the rest of the Nevada Real Estate Radio team right here on 1180 AM Radio. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in Northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m. on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, this is Peter Padilla on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tuned into our radio show today. We're having a good time talking about all the fun stuff that we're doing in the world of real estate. It's not just buying and selling homes. It's how you enjoy your homes and why do people enjoy coming to northern Nevada. Yes, we have great views and yes, there are some beautiful homes to buy here, but Reno, Nevada. It's like the event capital of northern Nevada. There's so much going on. Reno, Sparks, everywhere around us. It is a cool place to live. Next week, my guest on the radio show is Chuck Ryder. Chuck is the music director at the Reno Jazz Orchestra. Nothing I like better than watching my honeybees and listening to jazz. He's got a, some great things coming up this summer. Sizzling Summer Jazz. And we're going to be talking about the Queen of Soul, not Sherry Hill. She's a Wealth Protection Diva. We're talking about a loving tribute to Aretha Franklin that's coming up in mid-July. Jazz and Beyond in Carson City later in August. And then an evening with Kirk Elling and the RJO at the end of the summer, August 30th. That and a whole bunch of other stuff. Chuck Ryder will be joining us. Be sure to tune into our radio show next week right here on 1180 AM radio with me in the studio. Sherry Hill, the Wealth Protection Diva from Sage International. Debbie Gilmore, 
the lead at the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference, also known as the Queen. And with us here is Dominic Gentili. He's a realtor at Engel and Volkers here in Reno, Nevada. Dominic, have you heard enough about honeybees today already? You know what? I just I'm learning a lot of stuff. You know what? As I say, I know everything until I learn something new. Right. I learned something new today. Well, let me so tell you what. You I've learned that. something new every day as well because it's all about communicating with people. The more people we communicate with, the more opportunities we have to learn and enjoy the experiences that the other person has had. So glad you're learning about beekeeping today. Oh, yeah, thank you. I am glad I had a chance to interact with you, too. We connected, and next thing you know, we're talking about this very cool home that you had been listing in Wingfield Springs, which is just a little bit north of Sparks and north of Spanish Springs, right? It's Wingfield Springs. It's just a little northern up there. It's a very cool area. But talk to us about this home. It's on Windswept Loop. It's uh, 7224 Windswept Loop, uh-huh. um, right there where Vista and Hubble come together. There's a mm-hmm. little community there called Cross Timbers, mm-hmm. a little gated little sub-micro community. And uh, it has solar on it. Talk to us about how that works. The solar that they have on this house, it's actually a solar lease. Mm-hmm. And the couple, they did it three years ago, back in 2015. And they kind of grandfathered in because now solar leases aren't around here in northern Nevada anymore. Uh, The PUC came in and they said, yeah, no more. We're not going to do that. But the greatest thing about it is, is that their house obviously collects the sun. And here in northern Nevada, we have more sunlight than probably anywhere else, except for this year because we had a long (laughs) winter. And it basically the way they're paying, they pay a rate of, 8.5 8.5 cents kilowatt hour mm-hmm. for 20 years. Compared to, what, 43 cents? And in the peak, if you do net metering in the peak for mm-hmm. right now in Reno from like 1 till 8, it's 43 cents kilowatt hour. Yeah. So their house is self-sufficient. Yeah. Now, they're not completely off the grid, mm-hmm. but basically, let's put it in the perspective here, last summer they averaged $42 a month over the summer for their electricity. Wow. Wow. Who wouldn't want that? Oh, my gosh. And a typical home would be 200 maybe, maybe yeah. even more. And so when you look at that as a uh, as an offset to the purchase price of this home. That makes it's a, sense. It's a good way to, yeah, it's a good way to consider the value of oh, a home, yeah. right? Not just the price, not just the location, but what's it going to cost you? Yeah, and, and the greatest thing about it was is that, so it's a lease, so... Mm-hmm. You know, the homeowner doesn't own the panels. Solar, it's actually Tesla is the company that heard uh, of did this. Yeah, I think a couple people have heard, heard of <laughs> Tesla. Um, they came in and they're leasing their roof space for 20 years and they give them electricity and they get the, the leftover electricity that the seller does, or the homeowner doesn't use. Mm-hmm. And the other great aspect of it is that uh, when somebody goes to buy this house, we actually got it under contract yesterday. A mm-hmm. uh, woman moving from Virginia out here to northern Nevada, mm-hmm. be closer to the family. Love the idea of a, you know, energy efficient home, mm-hmm. and knowing that she's going to have the ability to have something that's going to save money in her pocket. And this, yeah. you know, I mean, you're buying a home, you should have the home work for you. Yeah. Right. Uh, so no, it was a it was a great opportunity and a great opportunity to market this home and uh, get it out there in the community and we had lots of atta- we have lots of attention to it and I may or may not next week have a listing for another solar house. Ooh, very nice. Yeah. Very nice. That could be kind of your specialty, right? Right. And before too long that seems what you're attracting. I'm looking at the picture of this home on my screen right now. That's a pretty attractive home. Yeah. You know what? It's uh it's a nice home. Go and there's that, some there's some aerial photos oh, yes, on there that's of right, the yes. solar panels too. Yeah. Uh wow. I mean, and, and, you know, I don't know exactly what the price is that's being negotiated right now, but as looking at the listing price, my gosh, is it true? Right. It was priced below the median home price. Right. Well, it's by a small about, house. Just 1,400 square feet. All I need is about 100. <laughs> I'm just saying compared to. <laughs> it is a small house. No. You know what this is? This is a great starter home. This is a great downsizing home. Right. For somebody. And maybe that's what it ended up being for your prospect from Virginia. It was It was a downsizing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you're right. You know, when we're looking at our 
median sales price at 420,000. You know, yeah. a lot of people kind of freak out about that. And they go, oh, we're 420. We're more than we were back in 2006 at the peak of the market. Yeah. I go, what a lot of people don't realize is there's this other thing that has to influence, and you understand this, it's called inflation. <laughs> and the dollar from 2006 is a lot different yeah. from the dollar of 2019. Right. And I think inflation, what is it, average 1.8% a year. So if when you do the money, it kind of works itself to where if we were at those same levels mm -hmm. of 2006, we would have to be, I think it was like 465 would be relative. Would be the relative it. number. So, so we're relative. We're, we're actually we're underneath. still a little bit. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's still, that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. You know? But, but you know, you got to figure, you're going to, this is where you live. you got to live someplace. You're going to pay rent regardless. You're going to pay some money. So why not own a piece of your rock? Right. This is a very cool way to get started for a, a young person. I was talking with a young person yesterday who was interested in buying a home, but also the downsizing factor because it's really efficient. It's not only energy efficient, it's financially efficient yeah. when you're looking to buy a home like this. Probably not a lot of fix-up and modifications needed after somebody moves into this home. I'm looking at the aerial now. It's got the solar panels on the one side of the home, the mm -hmm. one side of the roof that faces. You can't even tell that they're there when you look from the street, okay. but that aerial view really lays it out. And uh, those, it's amazing how much energy those panels can handle and deliver. And this is a Tesla product, basically. Yes, it is. So how, how does that work now? Because if they're saying, you know, they're not doing these leases anymore, so if I'm a homeowner and I want to do solar, I have to buy it, you right? Know, yeah, it kind of came to, before the leases came in, people were still buying it right. because it made sense. And the prices back when, my history before I got into real estate, I was in the solar industry. Um, and, you know, when our Envy Energy had all these rebates, and it made it very attractive for businesses and schools and to do it. And is it still makes sense to make your own energy and make your house more uh, efficient? Of course it does. But then it also comes down to, can I afford it? Mm -hmm. You know, can you afford going out buying an $80,000 truck? Or do you want to go and buy a $40,000 truck, and also then go ahead and buy $40,000 worth of solar on your house that can charge your electric truck from Tesla that's just go ahead and do right. it. Right. So I think it really depends on, you know, kind of where you want your life to be put at um, and what's, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, um, what's important to you. Well, and the return on investment, because right. it, it's a probably a 15, 20 year return on investment. However, in the meantime, your energy costs are, Right. It's, it's paying for itself, essentially. It's just yeah. that initial outlay. So. And that lease, it's the nice thing about the lease is when the people started doing it, it's a lease. Right. So they don't own it, but all of a sudden their electricity bill goes from here straight down to here. So they're seeing that instant savings. And, you know, and this home buyer fell in love with that opportunity to have a smart home. Um, that's you know controlled through Alexa, controlled through a Nest, you know the app on their phone, and they get to see how much electricity their phone, is, their their home is making them that day. So. It's almost like an entertainment value, right? Well, hey, I'm going to watch and see how much money I'm saving. <laughs> there you go. Dominic exactly. Gentile is our guest. He's a real estate advisor at Engel and Volkers Reno. Dominic, we're going to put all of your contact information on our website. We'll make it easy for people to find you. But in case somebody's listening right now, they got to turn into get their uh, food from the takeout, what is the best number to reach? Uh, my number is 775-749-8811. And uh, if I could do a little thing here real quick, we are opening up our new shop. We're having our grand opening mm. on July 18th. We are on the corner of Court and Arlington, right there in downtown Reno. We got this nice little brick home that was built in 1928 mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. going to be our office and to kind of join us in with our offices up in Lake Tahoe. And yeah. so we're excited to bring our brand and bring our customer service down here to Reno to kind of bring a little bit more back to what real estate is and dealing with people, as you said. I love that downtown location. You're gonna be very happy here. We're gonna be talking about that. And we're gonna be getting back with Debbie Gilmore from the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference after this. Extraction Jackson. Here's what people are saying about CJ's recommended carpet care. 
Michelle Holbert. I have used Jack several times and he's fantastic. He's cleaned my own carpets, several of my rental properties. I've been very happy. My tenants have really been surprised at how nice the carpets look after he's completed them. Tile, grout, carpet, upholstery? Call 829-1551 or visit cjscarpetcare.com. Extraction Jackson. He's the best. SunTech Solar Screens block up to 90% of the sun's heat and glare. SunTech Solar Screening proudly features Pfeiffer Screening products. Make shade while the sun shines. SunTech Solar Screening, 3529396. SunTech Solar Screening. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us today and enjoying conversation with our in-studio guests. Helping people make great decisions when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. It's also a great place to tune in when you want to learn about how to take care of your real estate. Of course, we've talked about some of the cool things that you can do when you own real estate, but some of the things that you have to do, which is to maintain your energy costs. That's where SunTech Solar Screening can come in. Uh, look for a solar home if you can. That's where Dominic Gentili comes in. He seems to be kind of a specialist at that. Sherry Hill is with us, the wealth protection diva. When you're looking to buy a home, you want to make sure that it's a good deal whether it's investment property or primary residence. It's all about the financing and the way that the deal is structured. Sherry Hill can look at many aspects of your real estate transaction and ultimately help you form your corporation the right way so you get the most benefit from owning investment real estate. Debbie Gilmore is in the real estate world as well. She's got 65 properties right now. And sometimes she has up to 100 properties filled with tenants. She's in the beekeeping Dang. world. Yeah. <laughs> Each one of those properties is a home for many, many bees. And Debbie, the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is right around the corner. Let our listeners know about that. It is. It's the 10th Annual Nevada State Beekeepers Conference in Yarrington, and it's going to be February 21 and 22. We're excited about the speakers that we have signed up already, and uh, it's going to be a great conference. I want our listeners to know that it was about five years ago, Sherry and I went to the first beekeepers conference that we had ever heard about, attended, and it was because of the knowledge and the uh, connections that we had at these beekeepers conferences, Debbie, that we have the confidence to do the things now that it takes That's to good. be a beekeeper. We learn new things every day. That is good. But it is so rewarding to be in the beekeeping world, the backyard beekeeping world, and I'm encouraging all of our listeners to consider it as well. It has huge impacts, not only on your life, but on your backyard. One of the things that I love are all the new little critters that come around now that I'm in the beekeeping world, Debbie. Seems that all that pollination is finally paying off. There is this beautiful hummingbird that I've seen around my property. It's so cool, it's called Anna's Hummingbird. Mm-hmm. Isn't that neat the way honeybees have an impact on the rest of nature? Well, I think once you get into beekeeping, you start looking at um, pollinator habitat and how to feed those bees. But mm-hmm. once you start doing that, it brings in hummingbirds, butterflies, native pollinators. I mean, your garden just totally changes. It really does. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't have to worry about uh, you know going after honey. It's, if that's the, the focus of having honeybees, then it's probably not right for you. You've got to start by really wanting just to take care of these, these incredible little creatures that do magnificent work all around the world and are so vital to our agriculture, our economy, and our general health. So I want to thank you for uh, being with us and talking to us about the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Is there anything special coming up on the 2020 that we need to think about, plan about, that you're going to be doing different this year? Oh, wow. We're doing our workshops again. So there'll be smaller, hands-on types of workshops. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have Randy Oliver returning again, which he's a scientific beekeeping guy. He's like the Elvis uh, Presley of the beekeeping world. He is. He He speaks all over the world. He's very much sought after. Mm -hmm. So he's returning. We have an apotherapist coming. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a author of the book, Honey Revolution, Dr. Fezzendine. Mm-hmm. And so we're excited about some of our, our speakers this year. Last year at the event, we enjoyed going to the workshops. We made, uh, Sherry, what did we make? Bath bomb? Bath bombs and lip balm and all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's easy to make. And uh, it's really, there really is a big difference when you're looking at a beeswax versus regular candle wax. Uh, it's a substantial difference and benefit to have that beeswax. So, so many good things, Debbie. I wish we could continue to talk all the time about honeybees, but they got to they make me work here on other projects too. But That's okay. so, what's the what's the website? NevadaStateBeekeepers.org. 
That's where all the information is going to be. Mm -hmm. And then you're part of the Mason Valley Beekeepers Conference, uh, bee, beekeepers as well. That organization is really the, the, the mother organization, right, that puts everything They on. are the host of yeah. the, the conference. The host, yes. And yeah. it's in beautiful Yarrington, Nevada. It and is. For people that haven't been into Yarrington, uh, it is not that far from Reno. You get there in about an hour. Mm -hmm. uh, you get to go on the new USA Parkway, so it's a new little uh, adventure. It and then is. when you get to Yarrington, a uh, delightful little community. It's a beautiful valley. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. So much to know and learn about, so I'm encouraging mm -hmm. people to join us there. Thank you. Thank you. Sherry Hill, are you going to be there? I am going to be there. Very good. I'm going <laughs> to see you there as well. <laughs> Dominic Gentile is with us from Engel and Volkers. And as we're talking about Yarrington, uh, were you mentioning that you even had people in your side of the business, in the real estate business, that look at Yarrington as a possible destination? Oh, yeah. I actually, back in February, I had a, a referral that was given to me from an agent that I have a business relationship with in Sacramento. And he uh -huh. goes, hey, we're selling their house. They're looking to move to northern Nevada. Yeah. Sat down with him, and he goes, I want to get away from people. I want the world to be quiet. I don't want to hear. I just want to enjoy. Mm -hmm. And I said, all right, well, let's go east. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he picked this house out there and. Yarrington, and we went and saw it. It was on five acres. Mm -hmm. It was a uh, manufactured home. Uh, it was just built back in, I think it was put on its foundation in August, mm -hmm. so they really hadn't been there that long. Yeah. So five acres, f eight, 1,600 square feet, three bedroom, two bathroom, $298,000. Mm. And peace and quiet yeah. and beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he fell in love with it, and mm -hmm. you know it was uh, a process and getting him, th you know, through there, selling a house mm -hmm. and buying a house, and mm -hmm. moving from one state to another state, and mm -hmm. realizing that once you move here, you have to leave everything that you know about the world in California. <laughs> once you move here, do not tell people you're from California. Right. Because uh, uh, you're not in California anymore. No, well, now you can also tell them to buy some Hall's honey right? and that's local. Right. Exactly. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So that's interesting, and the price comparisons are incredibly dramatic. When I lived in Phoenix, it would take me an hour and a half to get home from work. When I lived in Tucson, it would take about an hour to get home from work um, because of the traffic, the drive time, big cities. Uh, if you live in Yarrington and you happen to be in Reno working, it takes about an hour to get, get home. Uh, but I would imagine most people that look at living in Yarrington, they live there because that's where they stay most of the time. Uh, people retire there, people have agricultural connections, and mm -hmm. they, they move there because they don't want to travel in the big city so often. And Yarrington has some really charming businesses, incredible restaurants, and I encourage people when they go to Yarrington to visit the Genie Guinea Cultural Center. That is my favorite spot there. There's so much going on there. Some of the best entertainment I've seen in all of Northern Nevada has been in Yarrington. It's they a just had spot. the Reno Youth Jazz Orchestra Were there last there? weekend. Oh, yes. yeah. Oh. Don't you have a big concert coming up pretty soon, too? Oh, Night in the Country concert. Yes. <laughs> yes, Night in the Country. Nobody knows much about that one, right? <laughs> yeah. That's it's a blast. Like, you know what that is? That's the Burning Man of Cowboys. I yes. Pretty much. <laughs> but great music. I go every year. Yeah. Yarrington, I don't have any home value prices for Yarrington, but let's let's come back and talk about the median home prices in northern Nevada. Reno Sparks specifically is right at about 390000 As you narrow that down into just Reno, mm -hmm. $420,000 for a median home price. That's a typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage, stick-built, not a manufactured home, not a condo, not a town. This is your typical stick-built home, but that is pretty big. When you look at that cost, you're talking about close to half a million dollars. You know, that's just, it's hard to believe that somebody would pay for that. Expe you know, what do you do with first-time home buyers? I mean, half a million dollars. So, I always recommend they look to come out of the city just a little bit. And as an example, if you were to look at Fernley, Nevada, which is about half an hour away from Reno Sparks, um, and on the way to Yarrington, maybe it's about halfway to Yarrington, well, the median home price there is not $420,000. Typical three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage is $275,000. That's still a big chunk of money. But when you compare that against the same basic type of home in the Reno Sparks area, it's kind of a no-brainer for first-time home buyers. I'd drive half an hour if I was a first-time home buyer, and that's where I could afford. What do you think about that idea, Dominic? You know, I, I think it really comes down to the buyer on what they want for their lifestyle. You know, are they willing to sacrifice moving outside of 
uh, urban city area to a, a, a suburb outside mm -hmm. and not have those amenities and not have the ability just to walk to the grocery store or mm -hmm. you know just have a Rayleigh's and this or you know everything I mean it so and have that travel in yeah. some people are like oh well you know because you know people come here and they go oh there's traffic I go there's not traffic here we're a 15 minute town mm -hmm. you can get anywhere mm -hmm. within this town mm -hmm. within 15 minutes mm -hmm. but if you want to save a considerable amount of money and li live in Fernley and Fallon and Urington the opportunities are there I tell my buyers, I said, you have to understand that you're not going to have all those amenities that you would here. Mm -hmm. That's why the prices are not as high. Right. Uh -huh. But you have space. You do. <laughs> you do. And that's lifestyle. What kind yeah. of lifestyle do you want to live your life with? First time home buyers especially think that the most important thing when they're buying their first home is not what you hear from most realtors. Most realtors say there's three things, right? Location, location. And location. location. Mm -hmm. But the reality, I believe, is that when people are looking to buy a home, they're looking at price and value. And many times those things are way off. Because if the price is right but it doesn't work for you, it's costly, there's no value there. If uh, living in Fernley, living in any other area because it's more economical, maybe you get a solar home someplace, there's the value. So you have to look at all the details. That's why I always recommend that you deal with a professional, local, somebody you can sit across the table from and talk to about your real estate needs. Dominic Gentile, that's you. That's I'm glad me. you're here with us today. Thank you. Debbie Gilmore from Nevada State Beekeepers Conference has been with us too. Debbie, excited about that conference coming up in February 2020. That's yes. 21 and 22. I know. 21 and 22. 21 and 22. Uh, of I love 20. February, my favorite month of the year. And that's the Nevada State Beekeepers Conference. Sherry Hill, Sage International, thank you for being with us today. Always good to hear from the Wealth Protection Diva. Thank you, Peter. If anybody My wants pleasure. to, if people want to reach you, make contact, get a little conversation going. What's the best way? I'll probably go to our website, sageinternational.com, or just call 775-786-5515, set up a free consult mainly talk with real estate investors and how to protect those assets once you own them. Very good, and we'll be tuning into your radio show, The Sherry Hill Show, this coming Sunday at 1 p.m. on 11.80 a.m. radio. And on Monday, you've got another show going up at 11.30 a.m., kind of like an early lunch with Sherry Hill. There you go. Love it. Thanks for being with us today. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family, too, to tune in so they can make great deals on real estate in Northern Nevada. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.